Move over, Oliver Twist. Step aside, little orphan Annie. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on The Weekly Reader, our book critic Marion Winnick reviews two new books that remind us that, be it the Victorian era, the Roaring Twenties, or the present day, coming of age can be a tricky business. Hi, Marion. Hi, Lisa. Barbara Kingsolver, author of the Poisonwood Bible and over a dozen other bestsellers, including a recent book of poetry, for her next trick gives us Demon Copperhead, a superstar collaboration with the biggest author of the 19th century. Channeling Charles Dickens, she has reimagined David Copperfield in the present day to create an epic story set in opioid-poisoned Appalachia, brimming with life and outrage. You don't need to have read David Copperfield to enjoy this book. Worst comes to worst, you can look at the Wikipedia entry and see how cleverly she's revised all the plot lines and character names. Young Demon's life has not been easy when his mother ODs on his 11th birthday, but as an orphan, his fortunes take a nosedive. He's a gifted athlete and cartoonist, but only his ferocious resilience and the precious few people who care can save him as he faces hunger, cruelty, addiction, and bigotry in the narrow little world of Lee County, Virginia, his home sweet home. Devastated economically by the coal and tobacco industries, the pharmaceutical industry has now arrived to complete the evisceration, and Demon will be going down the tubes with the rest of them, including the love of his life, Sweet Dory. As the great Donna Seaman wrote for Booklist, King Solver's capacious, ingenious, wrenching, and funny survivor's tale revels in creating wicked and sensitive characters, dramatic trials by fire, and resounding social critiques, all told from Damon's frank and piercing point of view in vibrantly inventive language. Every detail stings or sings as he reflects on nature, Appalachia, family, responsibility, love, and endemic social justice. King Solver's Tour de Force is a serpentine, hard-striking tale of profound dimension and resonance. A few hundred miles south of Lee County in Miami, Florida, we find the characters of If I Survive You by Jonathan Escoffery. There's Trelawney, his brother Delano, and his cousin Kuki, all sons of Jamaican immigrant parents, battling racism, trauma, family dysfunction, Hurricane Andrew, and other plagues with little more than a sense of irony and a knack for finding odd jobs on Craigslist. The first story, In Flux, establishes the main topic of Trelawney's primary, secondary, collegiate, and post-collegiate education, the unending ironies of identity politics. What is he, people demand to know. The answer changes depending on whether he's in Miami, where the exact island of his origins is in question, in the Midwest, where he is simply, unquestionably black, or in Jamaica, where despite the assertion that there's no racism here, the police only shoot you if you're black black. By the last story, all his education, family dysfunction, trauma, and a long string of extremely odd, odd jobs culminates with a short stay in the city jail and a vision of the way out. I listened to this book in audio read by Torian Brackett, whose voice is the ideal instrument for a dazzling collection of linked stories, moving fluidly in and out of Jamaican patois, using first, second, and third person narration to show from every angle the boys, their families, their schoolmates, their employers, and their girlfriends. Check it out. The books are Demon Copperhead by Barbara Kingsolver and If I Survive You by Jonathan Escoffery. You can find more information about these titles and our podcast at WIPR.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marian Winnick.